It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about spooky stuff and you listen with your ears. Your ears. It's Darcy and Scones. Scones, how are you doing, my dear boy? I'm doing well. Scones, he's only going to talk in this cadence for the entire episode and you're going to have to love it. <laughs> the whole thing. You're going to love it so much. Today is a Scones original. It's an original. Which is not so original, because I don't make up any of this. Yeah, actually, every every story <laughs> that I do, I just write. It's a fan fiction <laughs> that I've written. Uh, everything that Scones does is him Googling. I'm a big fan of your story, the Hopkinsville Goblins. <laughs> yeah, that one was a... I thought it was a real masterpiece, a real magnum opus, if you will. I think my best original was Mothman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way I made it seem like it took place... The way that town in West Virginia started a holiday based on your story. It was so hard planting the TNT on the Silver Bridge. I will, (laughs) I mean, oh boy. But I needed to make it believable. I do it all for you. It's all about the story, folks. Anyway, Scones. Hey. You're the one bringing that hot Java today. Yep. And this hot Mocha Java is about Dudley Town, Connecticut. So I got this from website AmericanHauntingsInc.com, but it was also voted the number one most haunted place in Connecticut. AmericanHauntingsInc.com. Yep. And you know a place <laughs> is, pre- <laughs> is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty scary when it's in Connecticut. I was, I was you know, it's more scary than like the house where Annabelle actually lives. Yeah, or the movie in Haunting in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, they have a fucking movie. Yeah, a Last House on the Left. Connecticut, you know. I don't think that actually takes place in Connecticut. I don't think it does either. No, but you were about to roll with it. <laughs> I was I, well, I was going to say that I feel like in my head, Connecticut is not scary at all. I feel like Connecticut's just like, hey. You're not scared of Lyme disease? Unless taxes are fucking correct. Boing. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Lyme disease is pretty scary. Lyme disease is scary. They have that going for them in my mind. But I guess you're right about the Annabelle House. So Dudley Town. Dudley Dursley Town. It is a small town in northwestern Connecticut. Okay. It is now abandoned entirely. So it's still there though. So oh, we yeah. can drive to Connecticut and see Dudley Town? Yep. Cool. Nowadays it's only got cellar holes and foundations. And some people still try to go down a road there called Dark Entry Road. Dark Entry Road? Dark Entry Road. What a what a lazy named road. But to appreciate this haunted, creepy, cursed place, we're going to have to go back to its history. Ooh, tell me about the history of spooky, dark, scary road, or whatever the hell it's called. So the land of Dudley Town was first owned Native by... Native American burial ground. True or uh, false? Suspected. Hey, all right, I'll take it. The land was first owned by Thomas Griffiths. He's one of the first settlers to settle there in the 1740s. So this is like post-native when like right, yeah, colonialism starts. Yep. So he owns it for a while, but eventually Gideon Dudley comes along. It's kind of a sweet name. Dudley. I like the name Gideon. Gideon Dudley. Yeah, and he's Dudley. Gideon Dudley. So he comes and he settles. I love Dudley. Larry the Cable Guy. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> 
So Gideon Dudley comes in in 1747 and settles Dudley Village like a real asshole, naming the place <laughs> after himself. He was followed by his two brothers, and those two would end up bringing a horrible curse to this small town. A horrible curse to this Yeah, they didn't bring Madame Zeroni up the mountain. <laughs> you bring Madame Zeroni up the mountain. This curse was put on the family in 1510, right around the time. Ooh. Oh, a little early. That certain vampiric ladies were doing certain bloodbath things. Yeah, it's we're drinking certain skull blood. It's a callback to last week. Whoa. What was the curse? His How great did get it? grandfather, Edmund Dudley, was beheaded in England for being involved in a plot to overthrow Henry VIII. Yeah, that'll, I mean, that'll do it. You know who Henry VIII is? The guy who killed Henry all his wives? Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. He's the guy who killed all his wives because yep. they wouldn't sire of a son. Yeah, he was a really, really, he's actually my hero. <laughs> the royal family actually placed a curse on the family that all descendants would have doom and death. Edmund's son. Wait, 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 wait. Who placed the curse? It's, or it says a curse was placed on the family. Do I guess know? it wasn't the royal family, but I bet they placed curses. Do you think Henry VIII Me- like, cut their grandfather's head off and they're like, you two, you're cursed, get him out of here. Probably. Meghan Markle's probably cursed as fuck right now. <laughs> We're just going to keep bringing up the royal family. Hot topic. <laughs> Edmund's son, John Dudley, also attempted to control the British throne, but this time he arranged for his son, Guilford, to marry Lady Jane Grey. Guilford. Next in line for the crown. Guilford Dudley. Guilford Duds. Oh, boy. And basically he's like, hey, son, you're going to marry the lady who's next in line for the throne, and then we're going to rule the kingdom. But the plan fails, ending with the execution of Lady Jane and the two Dudleys. To make matters worse, Guilford's brother returned to France and being a military officer brought home a plague that spread oh, to his officers boy. and troops. The sickness wiped out massive numbers of British soldiers. So the Dudleys were just really unlucky folk. They yeah, just oh, they were cursed. Oh, that's a good point. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. One thing that should be mentioned was that Dudley Town was never an actual town itself, like officially. It was a more isolated part of Cornwall. The Cornwall? village rested in the middle. Yeah, Cornwall. The village rested in the middle of three large hills, which accounts for the recollections of it being nearly dark at noontime. That's kind of sick, actually. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. All right, I take it back, Nearly Dark Road. That's a cool... You got your cool name now? So settlers, even though it's kind of like a shitty area to live, settlers start to move in. These include the Tanner family, the Jones, the, the Pattersons. Tanners? DJ? Danny? Oh, the whole... The all, full the, house? Keep going. Name How them all. How full was that? DJ. Danny. Yep. Uncle, uh, Uncle Jesse. Yes. Aunt... Um, uh, uh, oh, she's in jail now. Yeah, I know. Aunt uh, <laughs> bought her daughter's school. Um, yes. Uh, Joey. Yep. <laughs> uh, the dogs. The, the Comet. Comet. Uh, yeah, just Comet. It's just Comet. You forgot Stephanie and Michelle. Oh, yeah. Well, how dare you? I'm and sorry, and you got that. it, dude. Anyway. Uh, the town exploded after iron ore was found nearby, and everyone started to move there, and provisions uh, in the nearby town grew. Dude, this has some like Silent Hill vibes to it, I feel like. Yeah. Because that shit was all about, like, spooky mining thing. Yep. And when anyone died in the town, though, they had to be shipped out. There was no churches in town, and there was no cemeteries. That seems incredibly inconvenient. Yeah. What the fuck? In 1747, Gideon Dudley bought some land from Griffiths, as I mentioned, to start a small farm. And in 1753, Gideon's two brothers... Barzali and Abiel Dudley. Wait, 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 wait. What was the second one? Abiel. Abiel? And bro... And it's like Ariel, but with a B instead of an R. Abiel and what was it, like Beelzebub or some shit? <laughs> Barzali. 
Barzal. It might as well be Beelzebub. <laughs> that is an insane name. And then if so, those are the two brothers who come and they start bringing the bad juju. Oh yeah, of course they do. They're Beelzebub and Ariel the Mermaid. Listeners, if you're having kids soon, those are two prospective names for you. So despite the outward signs of prosperity through the town, strange deaths and bizarre occurrences at Dudley Town start to happen. The number of deaths that have occurred here would not be such a high number in a large town, but in the small community, it was extremely peculiar. There are also an ignorant amount of people who went insane in this area. A what? As well as an ignorant, what? An inordinate. Oh, an inordinate amount, okay. People who went insane in this area, as well as people who simply vanished all together. So people are going missing. Yep. 1792. Abiel Dudley is an old man, and his good friend and neighbor, Gershon Hollister, is killed while building a barn at the home of William Tanner. Wait. Everywhere you look, everywhere <laughs> he was singing that as he fell from the ladder that killed him. <laughs> right into the fire. <laughs> so that's Abiel's closest friend. He dies. Right. Tanner also was said to, before he even died, to have gone insane. Nice. That's, this is all, they got all the good stuff going on. Why would he go insane? He's just started going insane. Stories are circulating claiming that, like, before he died, he used to tell their villagers that strange creatures were coming out of the woods to the Ooh. village at night. Oh, this is very, oh. <laughs> yep. this, yeah, this is some classic New England folklore right here. And then other crazy stuff happened. In 1804, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> All right, you can check our socials, at, <laughs> like and subscribe. No, in 1804, Tanner's wife Sarah Faye is struck by lightning on her front porch. Shit, on her porch? Yep. Why doesn't her porch have a roof? General Herman Swift was a general Herman in the Re- Swift. He was a general uh, in the Revolutionary War under George Washington. He went insane and died. Uh, oh yeah, no, he just went insane and died. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Great. After the Civil War, Dudley Town began to die out as the iron ore ran out, and many of the villagers simply packed up and moved away. Strange things start to occur again. 1901, a time when the population of Dudley Town had dwindled away to almost nothing. So no, everybody abandoned ship. Yeah, they were like, people are dying here. People are going insane. There's no jobs or anything. The Civil War is over. Full Industrial Revolution starts. In the late- 80s, early 90s. Yeah, they got to go check out what Uncle Joey's up to now, <laughs> or is he just collecting that residuals check? Definitely getting those residuals. Those residuales. He does not have the mullet anymore, but that's fine. You ought to know. One of the last men in town was named John Patrick Brophy. Brophy. He sounds like a good Irish guy. Yeah, John Patrick John Brophy. Patrick Brophy. Hoity toity. Tragedy visited swiftly and in several blows to John Patrick Brophy. He should have left, dude. Everyone's leaving for a reason, John. Yeah, hey, John. His wife died. (laughs) Yeah, hey, John. First, his wife died of consumption. Yep. Which is like really bad, but not like that uncommon for Right, that was going around back in the day. He was soon stricken when his two children had vanished into the forest. Ooh. And this happened just a short time after his wife's funeral. Yikes. So like he buried his wife and then his kids just walked off into the woods and never came back. Fuck. So this dude's having a really good time. He, and wait, wait, wait. So he, he's the last guy left in Dudley town. No, he's one of them. One of the last people living there with his family until his wife died and his kids ran into the woods and never came back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Shortly after the Brophy's house burned to the ground in an unexplained fire. And not long after that, Brophy himself Walked off into the woods and was never seen again. Jesus. Well, okay. Why? I feel like 
That's what he gets for staying in Dudley That's what Town. I'm saying. Like, this is like in the horror movie. We're like, let me go check out that noise. I'm going to go to the basement. <laughs> hey, alone. we just moved into town for work. And everyone <laughs> right. in town's like, oh, I'm an architect no. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our house is beautiful, but none of the locks work. <laughs> okay, so he did. They all did. Everybody did. Another member of the town, Dr. William Clark, came to Cornwall and fell in love with the forest and the quiet country life that was there. He was about to have a bad time. The same forest that was <laughs> yeah. taking kids. <laughs> just scr- just constant screaming from yeah. the woods and like red eyes in the bushes. He's like, oh, lovely test time of year. He was a professor of surgery and taught at the Columbia College of Physicians and Surgeons, as well as earned a reputation as the leading cancer specialist in New York, which is 1877. So cancer specialist probably just means like he cut off the right arm. <laughs> yeah. He told one guy to stop smoking cigarettes once. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to uh, that was my immediate uh, Yeah, dude's got also. money though. He buys 1000 acres of land in the wilds of this Connecticut t- which included Dudley Town and began construction on a summer vacation home. That's that sounds lovely. Yeah, he actually lived to an old age, happy. No. He did not. Fucking <laughs> <Over laughs> <the> next- <laughs> I was like that's great, finally. <laughs> Over the next number of years, he and his wife Harriet Bank Clark visited the house on weekends during the summer until it was completed. After that, it became mostly a holiday house for short trips in the summer and for Thanksgiving. Together, they maintained an idyllic second life until 1918, when one summer weekend, Dr. Clark was called away to New York on an emergency. His wife decided to stay behind, and according to the story, he returned 36 hours later to find that she had gone insane. Just over the course of a day and a half. Yep. The story also claims that she told strange creatures came out of the forest. Oh my God. That's super creepy. She soon after committed suicide. Dude, I like that wood creature. <laughs> I, I this is a this is a big this is a theme I like. I like creepy creatures coming out of the woods and turning people mad, like going go crazy. Yeah, and Doctor Clark never forgot it. He eventually remarried and stayed at his summer house with a new wife. Dude, how would you ever be able to go back <laughs> in that house after she's like, "I'm insane. There's monsters in the woods. Peace." And he was like, let's go take a dip in the lake. So he and his new wife and some other doctors and friends and interested landowners formed what's called the Dark Entry Forest Association. That's, oh, I thought you said the I thought you said the Dark Entry Forest. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> the Dark Entry Forest Association. Ah, Forest Association. It's designed to act as a, wa- a forest preserve so that the land around Dudley Town would remain forever wild. Okay, so they're like the the like watchman of the woods making sure nobody yeah. comes through and they're like yo you gotta get the fuck exactly and apparently people who are like kids of these people are still there today what and like still maintain the dark entry forest association that's sick Difa, Difa nuts <laughs> you don't want to fuck with Difa, dude dude don't hey if you're a member of Difa, hit us up because that is <laughs> Fucking cool. I would love to interview a member of Tifa. Of the dark fort dark Didn't they sell t shirts? I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on. Oh, dude, actually that'd be a sweet t shirt to get. I want a Difa t shirt. Dark Entry Forest Association. That's so cool. There must be. I mean they must have some kind of logo and uniform. Uh, merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I only got this uh Do they have a logo? Can we I make only a got shirt? this sweatshirt that says only you can prevent socialism. That's not with uh Smokey the Bear, and he has a MAGA hat on. Okay. What does that have to do with the dark entry? <laughs> Google, you're drunk. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say, like, Smokey the Bear with, like, some kind of, like, like occultism, symbolism, or, like, some kind of sweet, like... Dude, we should make 
a t-shirt that's like a like a for, parks and recreation like forest like that national park s- shirt but it but says like diva yeah yeah that's yeah. a good that's a good idea Hey, that's good idea. <laughs> wow, we're smart. We big smart. That's good idea. As John Oss. Listeners, we know you want one. We know you want one. And we're going to make one, maybe. We'll Possibly, yeah. I don't know. That would be sick, though. I'm anyway. not an artist. <laughs> uh, Continue. Today, Dudley Town is mostly deserted, except for curiosity seekers and tourists who come looking for thrills. The Dark Forest Entry Association still owns most of the land. There are a group of homes on Bald Mountain Ridge, which is close by, and they're secluded, but that's pretty much the closest residence. Is what you say Bald Mountain? It's called Bald Mountain Road. And it's like cl- the closest living people to Dudley Town. Dude, if they haven't made t shirts, no one else or they, lives if they don't there. have t shirts, I'm gonna be really bummed. I wanna go visit these people and be like, I'm gonna be your new manager. <laughs> and those locals maintain that like nothing supernatural takes place there. Like, no, it's a no, no. Everyone just no one lives that in that <laughs> town anymore. For yeah, no, it's totally totally chill. Cool it's just everyone's out of there because they die and fires or get it lost was in the woods forever. Purely economic, Obama. <laughs> and so people there are like, no, I've never heard of the curse or anything like that. So how did the curses get started? Yes, I want to hear about it. As far as we know. The ghostly retellings of the curse begin to surface in the 1940s. See, it must be sick to be in one of the surrounding towns because you get that ghost story you get to pass down to all your yeah. kids, and like it's like in the high schools and everything. Everyone talks about the spooky, like blah blah. blah. And then imagine, yeah, like most parents are like telling their kids, like, don't get pregnant, don't do drugs, <laughs> and then their parents are like, don't go over to those woods because you'll go, go inside, <laughs> insane, and there's little creatures that'll come out of the woods and grab you, and you'll die of consumption. If <laughs> if you were like a kid of one of the Defa members, they're like. Listen, you go into those woods. It is our turtle. <laughs> it is our job to protect these woods. And they like go and like put like sigils or like yeah, right? protective like signs trees around it. That'd be sick. Anyway, how did the curse get started? Basically, they don't know exactly, but the, the <laughs> stories... they don't know. <laughs> the stories can be traced uh, as early as the 1940s, it seems. Okay. It's time that the visitors to the ruins of the village begin to speak of uh, strange incidents that happen. And they see wispy apparitions all in the woods. Nice. Even today, those who have visited the place boast of paranormal photographs, overwhelming feelings of terror, mysterious lights, sights, and sounds, and of even being touched, pushed, and scratched by unseen hands. This is this is very um <clears throat> like Bermuda Triangle, like uh, it's its own little creepy area. Yep. Some paranormal researchers refer to the area as a negative power spot. Negative power spot. Yeah, like your phone doesn't work there. Oh, I see. I see. Like or like spooky and like negative stuff happens. There. I call it spooky creepy zone. It's like Tannis. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to describe it without plugging another podcast, but I can't. It's tan. It's just Tannis. The paranormal researchers say that the negative power spot is the reason why people go insane here. Why there's strange car- uh, strange creatures are attracted to it and come from it, and uh, why people see like ghosts and feel. Ghosts. Do these paranormal ghosts? researchers give any like PhDs? Ad- <laughs> well, no. I guess I already know the answer to that. But do they have like? Do they explain why it's a negative power spot, or they just say, "Oh, spooky shit happens there. It's a negative power spot." Like, I think those little like, machines they have go like, oh, <laughs> and the guy's like, "What was that? Who was that? What was that?" <laughs> it's a ghost, and they're like, "This is negative power zone." Yeah, and they just go down the hall, and they're like, "What do you want?" <laughs> 
So this is where the guy would be like, a lot of bad things happen down in these woods. That's yeah, like literally. Not yeah. A lot of bad things happen down that road. <laughs> so we don't know how it originated, but we know in the 40s they were like, this is. Well, this. that's, I think it's because like a lot of it's verbal. And so that's like yeah, it's people who are down. still alive. So it's just a good. It's as early as it gets. And it's probably like local papers and stuff. So it's like a good spooky, uh, spooky tale in the region. Yeah. And people that try to go there today, it's still pretty hazardous and not just because of ghosts. She noted that the planners for the Dark Forest Entry Association have forbidden any trespassing onto Dudley Town. In 1999, they announced that they would no longer allow hikers on the land. In spite of this, many people try. Now, daring not only the spirits, but the authorities of the Dark Forest Entry Association. Is it Dark Forest well. Entry or is it Dark Entry Forest Association? Because I'm going to feel dumb if I was just yelling about DIFA. <laughs> Defa nuts. Oh man, I, I really hope the Defa nuts too. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's Defia. Oh it's no, I feel stupid as hell now. So the T-shirt Defa nuts <laughs> is uh, is doomed. Damn it, Defie, Defia nuts. <laughs> it's the DFEA. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So Fuck. yeah, all those horrible things make up the curse of Dudley Town, Connecticut. Connecticut. The craziest shit to me is the lightning striking the lady on her own porch. That's nuts because, uh, first of all, how fucking unlucky can you be? Yeah, that lightning, That's also not, it didn't hit the house, it hit like ski yeah, skirt yeah, down yeah, into the front like porch. I was like, yoink. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> zap, gotcha. <laughs> zap. Big zap. That's <laughs> that's very unlucky for that woman. I feel. I could you imagine being the neighbor of the woman who got electrocuted, just like looking over and just see fucking lightning going around the roof? Be like, I was she, like she did some bad shit. I'm not going over there. Like, <laughs> uh yeah, she was probably a real jerk. And the like, lightning, I would be like, that lightning's gonna like knock on the door, open it, like come through. <laughs> be like housekeeping, <laughs> open the door, zam. Yeah, it can lie. <laughs> it's lightning that's capable of lying. Or the, the doctor who was like, everything's so cool. What a nice place. Here, I have to go to work and then leave and then come home. And she's like, there are things coming from the <laughs> That's the crazy thing is like someone a hundred years before that like right. saw the creatures too. There is enough evidence throughout history that makes it super creepy. And that this town that had like five or like village basically that had five people living on it, like half of them went crazy so or back- just like disappeared. Thanks Dudley family for freaking trying to take over King Henry... Yeah, so that's where I it's mean, all traces back to. You really blew it for the rest of everybody. King Henry was just trying to sire a son by murdering tons by of murdering wives. murdering every woman he ever met. And causing a religious schism that would rock the continent. And you had to go. And you had to have... <laughs> try and stop that. You had to be so brazen. <laughs> <laughs> and try and put an end to the delightful times. <sighs> oh, Dudley Town. Oh, Dudley Town. Yeah, that's nuts. That's really yeah. cool. Imagine, like, as you're a husband... I'm a husband. Imagine going to work, coming back, and your wife was just like, <laughs> like she was totally fine. You came back, and she was just like, I'd be like, insane. I need you to sit down and we're recording this right now because this is some good tent. Or the poor fucking dude. Yeah, John Patrick Brophy, dude. That guy got fucked up. <laughs> JPB, dude. His wife dying, his kids disappearing into the woods. That's and then yeah. his house burning to the ground. Also super fucked up. Just bummers. It's just bummer. It should be called Bummerville, <laughs> bro. Fucking bummers, dude. Bummerville, USA, maybe. 
Well, that's Dudley Town. <laughs> that's Dudley Town. So remember, listeners, you're not safe from lightning on the porch. <laughs> Don't go to Dudley Town. Don't walk into the woods. Stay inside. Lock pray, your doors. Pray for Meghan Markle. Pray for <laughs> Meghan Markle. This has been Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> if Meghan Markle wants to come on the pod, Could you imagine any curse? if like, we're like, hey, we have a special guest and it's just Meghan Markle. <laughs> she was like, I'd like to talk about the curse that's currently on me right now. She's like, so that was my great grandma. She's, I don't know why her great grandma. <laughs> yeah, she's no, like, what? She's American. <laughs>